0: really been looking forward to creating this episode. Um, my friend Kevin McKavy, uh worked with me here in New York. Uh, we worked at the same ad agency for a number of months and now he is out west having a lot of big adventures, a lot of big uh, ski and ride opportunities out there. And of course, being the amazing photographer and action-packed uh, sports and snow sports photographer that he is, um, he's finding some neat opportunities. Uh, today's episode, we're going to focus on Kevin's photography um, above the clouds. It's this neat, amazing experience. Um, it's a feeling not quite like any other um, to be above the clouds and doing uh, snow sports, skiing uh and taking images of it all so without further introduction i would like to welcome my friend kevin McCave to the show hi kevin hi jordan thanks for having me it's a pleasure can you tell somebody your quick uh, elevator pitch or a few sentences about uh, who you are and the photography you create totally um I am
1: a action uh, sports lifestyle photographer. I'm currently based in Bozeman, Montana, and I get my fix of being able to snowboard on steep terrain and climb some fun mountains and have access to a lot
0: of very talented skiers and snowboarders in the area. It's been great, Kevin, to watch you since you left New York. Um, just in the, the months since, um, how your career has taken off and the different opportunities that you've had, um, by committing to being out there where all the action is, it's fantastic. Um, so let's pivot now to talking about this above the clouds photography. I was watching your Instagram feed recently and noticed, um, a lot of these images that you create where you're actually above the cloud. It's this, it's, it's an awesome look, um, Tell us a little bit about the first time you were above the clouds, what that feeling was, and and what led you to go up so high into the mountains.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, my first time really experiencing above the clouds was at a very young age. I was uh, thrown into a very active outdoor lifestyle as a child um, with hiking and biking and snowboarding. Um, but I believe that my first time really noticing the experience above the clouds was in the Adirondack high peaks. When I started to hike the 46ers as they're known, uh, the tallest 4,000 peaks over 4,000 feet in the Adirondack high peak wilderness. Um, and that from there, it just really became a theme throughout my work at, uh, just being up there and the beauty that you see. It's not something that everybody gets to see every day. And that just drew me in.
0: Mm. Are there differences um or more opportunity, less opportunity for these above the clouds experiences out West compared to the Adirondacks of New York?
1: Yes and no. I find that the Adirondacks have definitely have their fair share of clouds that sink into the valleys. I think that out west here, especially in Bozeman, where it tends to be very flat and then mountains shoot up into the sky, there's definitely a bigger valley for clouds to settle. Uh, and it just creates a little bit more of a dramatic look, uh, which, which I love. Uh, I still love the Adirondacks and the beauty that they offer, but out here, it's definitely the above the clouds theme is more prominent.
0: Yeah. Kevin, out of curiosity, have you found a way to predict um when and where to go to to find these experiences?
1: Uh definitely. Uh I'm always keeping my eye on the
0: weather. Uh
1: whenever there's an mm-hmm. inversion layer, uh mm-hmm. I usually am trying to get up above <clears throat> um, uh, onto a higher peak. Um mm-hmm. it can it can be hit or miss because sometimes you get up there and you're still in the clouds but overall
0: uh, it's, it is pretty easy to predict. Mm. So you're looking at things like temperature, maybe dew point. What are you looking at?
1: Exactly. A lot of temperature change. Um, if it's going to be warmer up high than it is down low, um, mm-hmm. that'll definitely cause the clouds to uh, sink into the valley. Um, a lot of times, if there is moisture coming in, it, the clouds settle in the valley in the morning and then will disperse. So a huge factor is getting up bright and early to get that above the cloud
0: look. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, speaking about that, um, you started photographing these experiences. I'm sure from the outset, it's just an amazing moment. And, uh, what, how has your photography evolved? Um, From your first snapshots to the more involved photography and and groups that you uh, go out with now?
1: Um, Well, definitely. uh, My first snapshots were with my friends uh, during our hiking experiences and just Mm. capturing our moments together, uh, where now they've turned into hey, I have this idea for a photograph, let's go out. And try and capture this the best we can. Uh, it's more of a vision before, before going out rather than showing up and saying, Oh, wow, the clouds look very nice. Right? Let's go take a picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it makes such a difference, um, going out with, out the intentions. And it's amazing the, uh, the photography, uh, and the, the moments that one can capture that way. And then, um, sometimes, especially for folks who are new to professional photography, they might go out with the intention of getting something and it, the magic is gone in in a certain way. And, um, I know in my current work, I struggle, I wrestle with that of, we want to, um, schedule and work out the logistics and the budget for a particular photo shoot. And, uh, yet if we're too rigid, all the magic, uh, can go away. So we're very careful to, you know, leave time for people to be people and just enjoy, enjoy the space. Um, which, you know, with going above the clouds, there's a fair amount of hiking and effort, uh, with that. Um, can you take us Kevin on, uh, take our listeners on a journey of, what a typical uh, shoot would be, I I would imagine you're aiming for probably a sunrise or sunset time of day. What does that kind of schedule look like as you're planning these um, above the cloud experiences?
1: Yes. Well, I find that most of the time, uh, early start. Um, so a sunrise start would be perfect for uh shooting above the clouds. Uh definitely in certain cases. Uh I just got back from a trip from Mount Rainier where we were very fortunate to be above the clouds the entire trip. Uh, ah. getting <laughs> different views of the mountains poking the volcanoes I should say poking through uh the clouds and at different points in light. But uh in terms of how my trips go. I usually try and keep it very loose and relaxed. I want the athletes or uh, outdoor adventurers to be as comfortable as possible with me. I don't want their their Mm. experience in the mountains to be hindered by uh, chasing after a photograph. Um, I am not afraid to say, hey, we're going to run over here um, and get this shot real quick. And that's definitely a big option, like big thing when we get up to the top is I'm definitely pushing some direction but the whole experience through itself i try and keep as natural as possible Hmm. Um, because we're creating experiences for ourselves as well as sharing these experiences Uh, i try and post genuine experiences
0: yeah yeah it's key and it comes through in the image thank you it comes through for sure um Tell us a little bit about some of your future aspirations, maybe trips you have planned or um, what your next outing is, or or maybe even in a more general way, uh, where you're going in the world of photography.
1: Yes. Well, right now is definitely an interesting time. Um, the winter has just finished up here in Bozeman. We still have some spring skiing left, and I will be hopefully – heading over to the Beartooth Mountain Mountain Range um, in Montana uh, in a week or two now. And uh, I'm very excited for that because there's a lot of steep lines to be done. And um, that'll, again, be early morning starts, so some more sunrises and lack of sleep in terms of there, but it's always worth it. (laughs) Um, And this summer is interesting because I – i am in an area that mountain biking is bec- is very prominent and uh i'm going to be shifting a lot of my summer work um towards mountain biking i i'm new to mountain hmm. biking and i would like to push and see what i can do in terms of the art aspect of it uh and that's that's really where i'm going to be taking a lot of my work this summer um and in terms of professionally, I am shooting, uh, weddings in the, in the region and just working and hopefully getting some images in
0: some magazines. Awesome. If there's any magazine publishers or editors out there, uh, certainly reach out to Kevin. He's a pleasure, uh, to work with and, uh, maybe he can make some contact, uh, through spending some time on the podcast today with us. Um, that's fantastic, Kevin. And, Um, certainly wish you all the best. And, uh, as we wrap up, I always like to make these podcasts actionable and, and of value to everyone who listens in. So if you can speak to the audience of particularly, I'm thinking of people who are new to shooting above the clouds, just some practical, um, steps or things to think about, um, as other people may want to emulate, um, not your exact style, but, uh, uh, what you do with being above the clouds, what would you say to them?
1: Uh, definitely. I I think that the
0: biggest thing always is bringing your
1: camera with you. Um, I know it adds a couple extra pounds in the pack, but uh, it is always worth it to just make sure you get that image and um, that camera in, in front of your subject. Hmm. Uh, a lot of times your friends might not want to be in front of the camera, but there's a lot of people who love being in front of the camera and getting those images, like getting people in front of the cook, uh, the camera, uh, is definitely a big thing. Um, a lot of times, just a quick tip. I like to keep the horizon line in, in most of my shots, especially when it comes to clouds. It just gives more of, um, more depth to the image. And I think it's nice, especially when you're shooting above the clouds. It's that early morning light and you should get really nice colors. So getting that horizon line in in the
0: image is huge. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, last but not least, how can listeners um, interact with you online? Where can they find you and, and message you? Yeah. uh Well, I'm on
1: Instagram uh, and Facebook. Uh, you can find me. My username is Kevin McAvey, McAvee is M-C-A. V is Victor, E-Y. Uh, and my website is com. <laughs> and you will find that link in my Instagram bio as well. Uh, and feel free to follow along and see
0: what I'm up to. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. And we'll be sure to to link to all of your channels in the show notes for the podcast today. So anyone who's listening on Apple podcast or Spotify uh, or your favorite podcast player of choice, those links will be available to you. Um, This has been a great episode. I again want to thank my friend, Kevin McAvee for uh, coming on the show and spending some time to talk with all of us. Certainly, um, Check out his work and uh, put into practice some of the tips that he gave toward the end of the show today. Um, It's a great day to go out and make images and make a difference um, in your world. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode of On Capturing Stories.